Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Tony Paul with the Detroit News, joined by my colleague, the Michigan State beat writer, Matt Charbonneau. Michigan State keeps on getting it done, coming off a 48-31 homecoming win over Western Kentucky, a 42-point first half with seven touchdowns. And Michigan State is now 5-0 and um, and uh, looking pretty good on a lot of different aspects of the game. Obviously, you know, second half was kind of a dud yesterday, but when you score 42 points in the first half, I think the result is pretty much uh, not in question and certainly did what they needed to do, Matt, 5-0. and Yeah, and as Mel Tucker said, late, late, late. Saturday night. Oh my God, it wasn't that late. You're such a yeah. You know, listen, I'm tight. It's a seven thirty kickoff. Come on, big deal. That's what what fans. uh, I see. I'm surprised about you, but fans will like give us a hard time about complaining because when the game's done, they're done, but we're not done. No. So anyway, you cover sports sports for a living. I think it'll be okay. I know. I I know. We're never allowed to complain about our job. Exactly. Exactly. Games. Whatever. Exactly. You need to take after me. Need to take after me. Very mild mannered, very easy going. <laughs> and just Who's calm there at two down. In the morning with me. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, hey, anyway, 40, uh, 4831. Yeah, yeah. Very impressive. I was gonna say, as Mel Tucker said, five and zero is a good start, but what happens next is most important. But you know, he has two weeks in a row said, sorry, I hope to get out of here, get you out of here quick. Anyway, enough about that. Lord <laughs> um, almighty. Oh, boy, all I know is the next couple of weeks are at noon, and I couldn't be happier. Yes, whatever yes. we can, whatever we can do to make your life easier, Matt. That well, is I mean, objective in life. We got it. We, big things happening. They gave us free hot dogs again at Michigan State. I know yeah. fans like to give us a hard time about. Apparently, we live in, you know, all you can eat buffet land. But whatever. Anyway, well, I, I'll speak I of that really, really, really quickly. We're taping this on Sunday, just before the Lions game, and I heard some Lions writers bitching on Twitter that, the, that there's no food in the Soldier Field press box. So that's a little unusual. I'll, I'll let you bitch about that. But uh, yeah, anyway, I only complain to, if there's yeah. I only complain if there's no coffee. That's it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, see, that's, I, my, that's my limit. See, my complaint is when there's no Diet Coke. Like that's why I hate going to Tiger Games because they're a damn Pepsi company. So there's same only with, Diet Pepsi. With- oh. Same with Michigan State, pal. Hate They're it, hate it, hate it, Diet Coke. Like, anyway, anyway. Oh, let's move on. Let's move on. Big yeah. win. So anyway, Michigan not a big win, but a, but a convincing win. Well, it was, it was, you know, it, you kind of knew what was going to happen defensively. I mean, Michigan State's defense has done this all year. They're going to give up a bunch of yards, but, you know, they keep people out of the end zone for the most part, and they did that for the first half Saturday, you know, forced, what, three field goals? They were trading touchdowns for yep. field goals, which is great, and – um so, you know, Mel Tucker talked about that two points are one thing. I mean, yards are one thing, but points are another. So, I mean, that, that, that Western Kentucky offense, people can, you know, look at Western Kentucky, the label, but that's, I mean, Baylor's app, he's a heck of a quarterback. Well, they got, they got a, work, I mean, they so. got a top, they got a top 10 offense. Yeah. yeah I mean, so you knew there was going to be points. The key was Michigan state in, in addition to those, you know, red zone stops and forcing those field goals was offensively. They, they got that rhythm back that they had kind of lost last week. So. Obviously, it helps when Jaden Reed returns another punt for a touchdown to start the game. But even beyond that, um, you know, they got the running game going again a little bit. Kenneth Walker scored three touchdowns. Um, Peyton Thorne looks good again. You know, both Naylor, Jalen Naylor and Jaden Reed go over 100 yards. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he had a couple drops in there. His numbers would have been even better. Still threw for 324, ran for a touchdown. So th- th- those are the positives coming out of this. You know, the second half was kind of kind of a slog and whatever. You're just trying to get through it. Um, 
but you know, you look at the things like that, the offense kind of get going. Um, the defense played well when it mattered for the most part. Uh, and, and those are the important things because you, you know, now you're head, you hit, hit the road for two in a row, Rutgers and Indiana. And again, this is, this is the big 10 this year. I, I'm not sure we know for sure about any team out there in this damn conference. You know, I, I think Penn state's pretty good. I think I was pretty good beyond that. I'm not really sure what the hell to think. I mean, Michigan, I think, Michi- I think Michigan's pretty good. I think Michigan and Michigan state are both pretty good. That said, um, that Michigan state could go win these next two games handily. They could go lose. I just, it's, I'm still so up in the air with some of these teams. You know, you thought Rutgers was pretty decent after the way they played Michigan. And then they just get manhandled by Ohio state. Not that, not like Ohio state stinks, but I mean, it's just so odd. And I still think a lot of it is we were so skewed on our thoughts on teams coming into the year. And a lot of that was because last year was so goofy. Um, so a lot of your preconceived notions are a little out of whack this year. Um, so, you know, but still two games on the road coming up, but if you're Michigan state, I, just think about where they are. I mean, well, gonna, oh, I, think gonna, I think, I think they're going to be bowl eligible next week. Honest to God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, they should, I, I, yeah, they yeah. should be, yeah. Which is insane to think about, um, yeah. where they, where they came from. And, uh, just, and it's, it's just like, there's no area on this team where you're like, oh God, we're going to lose because of that unit. Like we've yeah. seen all three aspects have dazzling performances, particularly yeah. special teams. And I don't know why anyone's punting to, to read anymore. And I don't think he's going to get many more punts anymore. And by the way, there was another Australian punter. So um, put a little check mark on that. So yeah. Michigan State loves 60, those. They love those Australian yeah. punters. That was a 61 yard punt, though. I mean, he uh, it was, no, it was a good punt. It was a good punt and then 88 yards back or whatever it was. But, um, but yeah, you're, look, you're seeing special plays there. I mean, Kenneth Walker continues to be a beast. I mean, the the high step he did uh, en route to that one touchdown yesterday, one of his three touchdowns. I mean, he just – every time you think that he won't surprise you, he does. Um, and then, uh, I mean, Naylor and Thorne and, and um, you know, the defense is what it is yesterday. They gave a bunch of yards. But you know what? The game was over at halftime, and most of those, most of those yards came in the second half. So – you know, is what it is, but there's no area on this team where you look at, you look at a matchup and you go, Oh crap, that's going to cost them this week. Cause they're not good. Yeah. I mean, they, they've but, got potential everywhere on the field, whether, there, that, some, whether that pans yeah. out, whether that pans out to be, you know, seven and five or eight and four or 11 and one. I mean, who knows, yeah. but um, it's rare that you have a team, especially coming off several mediocre or subpar years where you just look at the team and you're like, yeah, you know, they're good enough to win in that aspect and that aspect and that aspect. Yeah, that's the thing, too. They're not, it's not like they're dominant in all those areas, but you're no. right. I don't think you look at one aspect and say, wow, they're screwed. I mean, mm-hmm. defensively, in the, in, you know, they've given up a few big plays in the passing game in the corners. The corners have been good at times and gotten beat a few times, but I kind of feel like that's, that's a life for most cornerbacks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's there, there's certain times you'd like them to get off the field a little more on third down, but you're right. It's not like you look at that and think, wow, there's no way this defense competes this week. Um, you know, we'll see going down the road. Will you start to feel that way against Ohio State and however many weeks that is? I don't know. Um, a lot of depend on Ohio State's doing too. But, yeah, I mean, just to think where every aspect of this team is compared to a year ago. I mean, I think people most most people would have been happy with competitive. Right. Even right. if they were even if they were three and two right now or two and three, but you felt like you were in every game and you weren't getting overmatched, I think people would have been felt good about that. But right. to see the the jump they have made, 
to not just being competitive, but being better. I mean, they've really been better than everybody they've played so far, really in almost every aspect. I mean, yeah, you can look at passing yards for a couple of these quarterbacks has been more, but I mean, is anyone cr- criticizing the way Peyton Thorne's playing? If they are, they're not paying attention. So I, you're right. I mean, I don't think there's a part of this team where you're sitting there going, boy, they really got to fix that. There's some depth issues right now, especially at linebacker. After you lose Cal Halliday, to, I, I got to say one of the most ridiculous targeting calls I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I saw you tweeted about that. My opinion on this whole targeting thing is like, you know, oh, what? hold on, ne- hold on. Real, they're never real- gonna get it. They're never gonna get it right either way. No, I but mean, before it's, we it's, get into the, the ejection into the- stuff, the ejection stuff needs to be discretionary. Yeah, yeah. because that, that's the thing. That's that's what I was getting at. Really, yeah. is that you know, you Chase Klein goes in the portal last week, and now you lose Cal Halliday for a half. You know, your depth is starting to become an issue there, at least for the short term. Right. Um, you know, so so that's a little bit of a concern. I don't think it's huge, but it's it's something to think about. But hmm. it's just, I, it's, I'm, I'm just it just doesn't need to be. You know, look, no. there are targeting out there that are grossly, you know, yeah. intentional. Okay. And but the ninety-eight percent of them are not. Um, and this this whole automatic ejection thing is just absurd. I mean, it needs to be discretionary. Um, yeah. you know, you can't, it's not everything is equal. Look, I understand, you know, there are certain guys, you know, they leave it the helmet, the crown or whatever, uh, you know, it's a fast acting play. It is what it is. And, you know, they're, they're clearly not trying to do any harm and just to just automatically make it a blanket injection is not right. It's just, it, it's the, it's the biggest flaw. Uh, one of the biggest flaws in college sports today, college football today. Yeah. I just, it's to, to me, it was one of those things where you want, I, I can sometimes understand when a ref throws a flag. In, you know, when it's happening real fast. And then when you look back at it, I, I just can't believe that was reviewed. I mean, it was stunning and, and upheld. We've watched that exact play in Michigan State games this year get overturned. I mean, it happened to Harold Joyner the first week of the season. He got lit up in the back of the head with a guy who hit him, didn't hit him with his helmet, but hit him right in the back of the head. Targeting was called. They reviewed it and overturned it. So it's like, I, I guess I'm. Again, you're right. We're probably never going to get to a consensus on this stupid rule um, because there well, the are thing is, clear, if, the, but, if the actual hit is discretionary, which it is because it's reviewed, then the ejection needs to be yeah. discretionary because there are instances where there's just dirty play. And I get yeah. that, you know, but the vast, vast majority are not. I mean, it's yeah. a violent game. Um, it's a fast acting game. I mean, there's sometimes that you just there's no stopping it, you know, and it's, it's not intentional. And I, yeah, and if the, if the hit's going to be in, te- in, in, you know, discretionary, then the ejection needs to be as well. Right. And there's some, a lot of people asking about the big 10. Can they overturn? I'm trying to figure that out for sure today. Can the big 10 come in and say, look, this dude, that, that shouldn't have happened. And he's not yeah, out the not. first half. I don't, I don't know if that's, and Mel Tucker didn't really know that last night. He was obviously they could, they send plays in, you know, all the time to get explanation right. on them and all that sort of stuff. But the, it's a little unclear right now whether the Big Ten can actually do that. I I'm, I can't think of an instance in the past where they've overturned that and let a kid play. Um, usually it's more, hey, yeah, we probably shouldn't have made that call. But you know how that goes. It's like, sorry. I mean, yeah, exactly. I just said, yeah, yeah, it's, pre- it's, you know, it's precedent. You know, it's like, I feel like that might it, be the most you get out of this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like why they didn't overturn Armando Galarraga's perfect game because it's, yeah. it's precedent. You just don't, it just hasn't happened and you're not going to do it. And, and but would you say, I, would you say in this case, maybe that's something conferences start to do 
Yeah, but you, you, know, know, you uh, can't you can't take the penalty back, and the kid's been ejected from the game. You can't obviously can't go back and fix that. But can you say, look, if he's supposed to sit out the first half next week, we can maybe say we've reviewed it and it shouldn't have been, so he's not going to sit out the first half. Oh, sure. You know what but I mean? They're, but, they're, but they're not going to do that. In, in they're not the right now, but I'm saying right. is that yeah. I think that's something maybe yeah, down the road sure. forward should say, hey, let's, you know, on, on Mondays, any of these targeting calls, we're going to review them and make sure they were good to go. And, you know, if they, if they were legit, the kid still sits. But if not, you could have that ability ability to at least overturn that part of it. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a, a, the case right now, but I'm just, it seems like something logical moving forward that conferences could do, but yeah. We'll see. Yeah. There's nothing logical in college athletics. So I don't think that that's yeah. going to change anytime soon, but anyway, um, yeah, nothing that, you know, I think our most, most people probably are in lockstep with our opinion on targeting. I mean, it's just whatever. Um what else stood out? I mean, this is, I mean, who's going to win the Heisman? Is it going to be Walker? Is it going to be Reed? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, isn't that funny about Heisman? It's the same with rankings. It's like you, you first, you got to get through a bunch of weeks of, of tearing down all the preseason uh, right. predictions and expectations uh, because, you know, now you got to all the, all the names that were up on the favorite list. You're like, why are they still on the favorite list? You know, Spencer Rattler was still right for the Oklahoma quarterback. It's like his own fans are cheering for his backup. Um, so, you know, some of that's got to play out and look, we'll see. I mean, but Kenneth Walker, obviously leading the, leading the con- you know, country in rushing still, um, I'm not staring at the stats to know how many touchdowns he has right now, but I think he's got eight with one receiving. He had, he had four in the he one, five, three he last had, night. That's he's got more than that. Um, well, I thought he had five going into yesterday. Really? That's all. I think so. I think so. I think he's got eight. What the hell do I know? Oh no, no, he had six. He had six. I don't remember. He's got eight or nine. He's got a bunch. Um, he's playing well. Um, just uh, you know, he just he's just fun to watch. You, you, know, you just wonder. You just you just wonder like how a guy like that just uh, falls into your lap, so to speak. I mean, well, that's true, and and some some of it's you know Wake Forest catching plenty of heat for letting the kid go, which they should. But they ran a, it's like they ran a totally different offense, more of that that read option sort of sort of stuff with the quarterback, which. Michigan State doesn't do a lot of a little bit, and that's I don't think that's it doesn't really fit Kenneth Walker, you know. Yeah. So it's you can see like he didn't get a you still wonder though, like why didn't the guy get more carries there? He was splitting time with other guys. It's like I don't understand it, you know. And it, it is a bizarre thing why he's not there. But I, is any Michigan State fan complaining at this point? I mean, holy moly! Oh no, oh, no they're not. No, of course not. But yeah, I mean, so you you take it and you run with it. I mean considering where Michigan State's running game was last year and no. uh, the upgrade yeah. they've made. So, I mean, you look at his numbers, you look at Jaden Reed is just – I mean, that guy's a big play waiting to happen. Uh, I mean, yeah, every I, time I, he I, touches the ball. I don't know I don't know how you let him touch the ball. I, I, I'm like, just the stunned. Way, I'm stunned that anybody's punting the ball in bounds against Michigan State anymore. The only it's way like the whole Devin Hester is, thing. It's like, yeah. the, you know, when they just stopped. And I think you're getting yeah. to that point. I mean, I thought last week would have been the last time, you know. The only uh, time they punt to him now is if they if they miss kick it. Yeah. You know? It's like yeah. they're trying to kick it out of bounds and oh shoot, I screwed up and I kicked it down the center. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. gotta be the only way. But I mean, if, honestly, that guy, every time he touches the ball, no matter what it is, you're thinking he could go the distance. Mm-hmm. And some people were a little nervous last night. He, he was walking a little funny at the but he played fine in the second half and he talked to us after. He seems fine. So 
Yeah, um, they, you know, Michigan State, of course, hadn't had a punt return for a touchdown in 10 years. Now they've got two in two weeks by, by Reed. Um, just uh, incredible stuff, um, really. Really incredible. Doesn't this, like, this feel like more, though, of just get a game like, eh, it's this weird night non-conference game. We know they're, they're going to score points. Let's just win and get the hell out of here. I think it was a big win, though. I think I think the first half was a big statement for this team. I mean, they yeah. just came out and they just put their foot on their throat, um, you know, because it was a potential. Everyone was talking about a potential trap game, you know, with how Western Kentucky played against Indiana and yeah. their offense and everything like that. And Michigan State's offense is so terrible a week ago. And then they come out and just bam. I mean, it's over yeah. five minutes, six minutes into the game, seemingly. And uh, they just, um, I thought it was a big statement, not necessarily a big win, but just a, a resounding statement from Michigan yeah. State that, hey, yeah, we're undefeated. And, you know, people still probably don't believe in us. So we're at least going to show you that we've got some talent here. And, and they did that right away. They put the game out of, out of whack right away. And so I, the, good win. It's interesting. You know. Yeah, you say that. I'm wondering when people start. What, what win does it take for people outside of this area? Honestly, I think honestly, they, I think it's going to be get, being seven and zero going against Michigan. I think that's going to be when people take them seriously. Uh, I think that people respect them. I not, you know, but I don't. Yeah. No one's sitting there going, and I'm not going. They're in, they're a college football playoff contender right now. I mean, they're they got a long way to go for that. Yeah. Um, you know, and and so it's just the varying degrees of belief. I mean, I believe they're a good team. Because they are well-rounded. They have playmakers on offense, defense, and special teams. And when you do that, you've got a chance to win games. And they're undefeated. And they've, you know, they've won with defense. They've won with special teams. They've won with offense. And so uh, they've done it all, all different ways. And so, yeah. They've won on the road. Yeah, they've won on the road. I mean, uh, you know, who knows how good the Miami win is and when all the, you know. But I'll tell you what. And Michigan might, might find this out this week. Nebraska, and we said this last week. They're not a terrible team. No, they're not. <laughs> you know, they're not. I, I know. I mean, the way Michigan that. State won that game, we talked about last week. Uh, you can check out that you know podcast if you want to go back and, and relive that misery. But um, we, you know, hey, they won. Isn't they, it always they, misery relief? Yeah, they won. They won ugly um, against Nebraska, but they found a way. And then Nebraska, I mean, they're just not. They're my, and I'll be interested to see how Michigan does against Nebraska this week. Um, I'm not saying Nebraska's going to beat them. But I'll be interested to see. Michigan definitely impressed me against Wisconsin. Wasn't sure how yeah. that was going to be. But let's see. I would like to see them against Nebraska too. But I think seven and zero going into the Michigan game. Then obviously it would be it, it'll probably be an eight, you know a nationally televised you know game um, for the whole country to soak in. And um, I think that's when people are really going to open their eyes. And then if they were to beat be seven and zero and then beat Michigan. Who the hell knows? I mean, yeah. uh, you know, there's not a game on their schedule. I don't believe they cannot win. Of yeah, course, there's of course there's obviously many games that they could win and maybe probably or I mean could lose and probably will lose. But if you would tell me at the beginning of the year when they're zero zero, I mean there'd be I'd look at six five six games on the schedule where I'd say they can't win that game. Right. And now there's no games on the schedule that I say they can't win. So. Yeah, I think I said that last week. I don't. I don't count them out of anything. Not anymore. You know, no. that doesn't mean I'm feeling like it's odds are that they win all those, but no, no. I mean, you but I, I feel a lot better about seven and oh, than I did a week ago. And, oh uh, yeah. Now, that said, you know, I feel a lot better about it with both teams. Yeah. I mean, oh Michigan yeah. I agree. Able to, they were able to throw the ball against Wisconsin yeah. something they haven't done. I, right. You know, it's, you know, each team is kind of making that next step. You're like, okay, Michigan state had offensive problems. Well, 
you know, they responded obviously on Saturday with that. Michigan yeah. was having trouble throwing the ball. They did that against Wisconsin on the road. I mean, it, it is kind of setting up. I'm trying to think, were they undefeated in 15 when they played each other? Uh, um, I'm not sure. I The one that stands out, and we talked about this, was 2000, or 1999. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that was the one I remember because – but that, you know, there was a debate on what would be, would that be the biggest Michigan State Michigan game? And I would argue that 99 was pretty close to the biggest ever. Um, well, yeah. Michi- but Michigan, was, were... Michigan was not undefeated. Um, they lost the season opener to Utah in 2015. Oh, were they? But of course they were ranked higher because that's how that goes. Uh, yeah, they were ranked like going into the Michigan State game. It was uh, Michigan State was seventh and Michigan oh, was, it was the other way around. Yeah. See, see, I'm such a cynic. What a jerk. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, so they weren't then, but that was probably the last big game where they both probably had playoff implications. Yeah. Uh, now, um, you know, obviously the playoff wasn't around in 99, um, but I still felt like 99 was the holy grail of this series um, as far as, you know, the hype going into it. And I, I think that this would be right up there and probably because of the playoff implications, probably even bigger. So, well, yeah. I mean, just undefeated. I mean, yeah. Undefeated, but that, the other thing too, the interesting thing is, un- expectations for both teams weren't very high. No, they weren't. Um, so I, it's kind of it feels like it's come out of nowhere. So it's even it's even more kind of exciting. Like, wow, yeah. we weren't counting on this, but holy crap, let's. Yeah, I wonder what the rest. I wonder what the rest of the country would feel like if these teams were in prime, were in you know prime time, but you know national televised. Well, I mean they though. have like, been. Sometimes when you got a, a matchup like that, unless it's like Auburn and Alabama or something, you know, you just don't get. You know, no one cares if it's so regionalized. But I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of that's the thing. There's uh, both schools have so much. I, no, I agree. I, I agree. But like, you know, I'm talking about like from a national audience, like people that are not affiliated with either school. How much? So, like, so you're saying like we would tune into Alabama Auburn as some Alabama fan? Or we, oh, shit, I'm going to watch yeah, Michigan, well, Michigan State this week. Yeah, exactly. Like that kind of thing. You know, like would they care? You know, I just don't know. You know. Maybe, you know, just because they're two different teams. I think that's the beauty of this college football season is you're starting to see different teams that all of a sudden look like, okay, you know, obviously Clemson's out of the mix. You know, Ohio State's got to win out to get into back into the mix. You know, you're starting to see some different teams, and so maybe there will be some interest if they're both on One, one thing that doesn't change is the Pac-12 doing its best to play itself out of the playoff early. Right. Yeah. Oregon yeah. loses to Stanford and, and, how, and Cincinnati. Is this finally the year? Is this maybe, finally the group of five team makes it? I mean, maybe. the powers that be will do everything they can to justify it not being this year. Um, but I don't know. The well, good thing no, is – Yeah, if there's a year, this will probably be it because, you know, you got a lot of the, the old uh, the old guard that's not going to be there. So, yeah, uh, who knows? You know, maybe it'll come down to – wouldn't it be funny if it came down to Cincinnati and Michigan State, whether one of those two teams makes the playoff. Well, but it's funny. I say it. It could be this year with the Cincinnati because you, you know the ACC is. I mean, you got to expect now at this point there's not going to be an ACC team in, right? I mean, probably not. Probably and the Pac-12 is the Pac-12, and no one ever goes unbeaten out there because they can't get out of their own way. I, it just feels like this. Of course, you know, there's the whole SEC will thinks they should put in all four teams, but well, you know, um, some some years they make a strong case for that. So. They do. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, this with all that happening, if you get two of the Power Five conferences playing their way out, and Notre Dame as well, you're taking yeah. all those obstacles out of the way. Yeah. You know, this could. It, I don't know if it sets up any better. Cincinnati, Michigan fun. State, first round college football playoff matchup. That would be fun. You know, be that's a, why I want to get sto- this decent damn story. Thing. Decent storylines there, huh? There would be a couple. Yeah, <laughs> let's get this thing expanded though, and that now that becomes like 
not crazy. No, no, no. no right? right? I mean, no, well, wait, I mean we, they got to they gotta get to they got to get to eight. The problem is when you get to eight, then when do you go to sixteen? Like eventually, you no, have to cut it off. I don't always buy that. I'm like, yeah. it's, you can still cut it. Like everyone always says, like the detractors. Well, why don't you just why well, you just do this many? Because like, what they do is they just see they see the money and then college football can't help itself. They can't help crap load of money. Doesn't matter. They want more. They always want more. They've at least been. They've you been know. holding off on basketball for a little bit. Everyone, why don't go to one twenty eight? Why don't you just make it like a high school tournament? Everybody's eligible. I mean, <laughs> but my colleges, you know, especially with football, and the, I just think they won't be able to help themselves if um, if they go. To I don't eight. know, but I don't. Know. I, I hope they do go to eight eventually. But anyway, look, we're a long way away from that. The point is <laughs> that we've got off sidetrack a little bit. The Michigan, Michigan we're in eight. We're in it. Yeah, we're in a Michigan State podcast in 2021 yeah. talking playoffs. Yeah, I, know. About that. I know, I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, but that it's it, look seven and zero for both of these teams is pretty uh, pretty realistic going into their Halloween Eve matchup. I'll be be interested. You know, last week I said I didn't I think, think you it should would, make I, it up for that game. I think you should travel to East Lansing. For maybe, that maybe I will. By the way, just in uh, we're taping this on Sunday afternoon. Michigan State is up to number eleven in the national. Uh, this is the, uh, the coaches poll. This is the coach's poll. Wait, they're uh, to what? 11. Michigan State is oh 11th, and Michigan is 8th. Um, yeah, Whoa. wow. Um, the, well, look how at, many teams lost. Uh, this well, that's the thing. You got, I mean, you got Oklahoma going down a spot. Even though they didn't lose, they go down a spot. But then Oregon loses. They go down six spots. Notre Dame loses. They go down six spots. Arkansas, Ole Miss, Florida all lose. Uh, they go down five, five, and nine spots. Uh, Clemson is down again. Uh, I mean, yeah. Wow, eleventh in the country, pretty crazy. Um, you know, the uh, it goes Alabama, Georgia, Iowa, Penn State, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, BYU, and Michigan State are the top eleven teams in the country right now, according to the coaches' poll. Michigan State is actually ahead of Oklahoma State, um, which is pretty good respect. Uh, Kentucky, by the way, um, beat uh, Florida, and so they're up to number fourteen. Um, and then were they Coastal, even ranked last week? I don't know. They, they were uh, 23rd. Right. They're undefeated. And then uh, Coastal Carolina undefeated. They're up to 15. I actually saw so by their stadium you know, this summer. I don't know why that matters. So I was just like, oh, <laughs> hey, look there. There's their stadium. Anyway, see ya. <laughs> um, also, note Wake Forest uh, could have been Kenny Walker's home is 5-0. and without him and see, so they can uh, say see we yeah, didn't need him anyway exactly so um yes yeah, so that's where that's where you got by the way western michigan with a couple of votes um uh, after their win over buffalo they're four and one uh yeah. but yeah number 11 for michigan state number eight for michigan so obviously both are going to if both are seven and oh that could be a top it will be a top 10 matchup um who knows it could be i mean if they're both seven and oh it could very well depending on what happens ahead of them could be a top five matchup let's not get uh, crazy i here. know i'm just saying who knows um but uh, you know when we talked last week i thought you know i want one of these games they're just not going to do it you know we thought western kentucky might be a trap game at Rutgers at indiana well now I, I think they're going to be seven and i think michigan's going to be seven and as well and uh, these are always fun when they meet undefeated it, it is makes for a very fun busy week so who knows? Maybe I will make a cameo up in East Lansing. I so, think it's we'll I think it's required, especially yeah, if they're seven maybe. and zero. I'll maybe. I'll even come pick you up. Maybe. You I, don't, drive I don't know if I'm allowed on that campus anymore. So oh come on, they let we'll me see. in. They let you in. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I always say that I uh, you know moving my last move or two moves ago, I lost my degree, my framed picture degree. Well, I'll I've, sure gone, I've gone online to like look at a replacement or whatever, and I just feel like if I sign up for one, they're just not going to send it to me. <laughs> well, I'll make sure like... the I'll make sure these softball coaches aren't there yeah. for. 
Ah, whatever. You know, most <laughs> softball coaches in the state like me. I don't get it, but whatever. That's ah, crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's uh, almost like else? you know what's crazy about this season. You know when it's crazy is hmm. Michigan State has started basketball practice and had an open scrimmage Saturday, and hardly anyone's talking about it. I know. It's remarkable. I know. You wrote a story. I didn't read it. Didn't care. Oh, uh, come on. Didn't care, pal. I'm sorry. I mean, there's a lot of things man. going on. Hey, remember Tyson Walker is going to yeah, be yeah, the man. Blah, blah, blah. Another Walker. Michigan okay. State Athletics saved by the Walkers. This yeah. Year. Um, but, that? Um, you know, what? hey, great, great media relations folks at Michigan State to put that together, you know, for you guys to, you know, get basketball in the, in the paper as well. Yeah. Like, well, you know, whatever. Was, I just have a hard was, time. I have a hard time caring. It's just hard. I mean, I love well, look, basketball, I, but, but yeah, I'm man, joking oh, a little man. bit. I'm joking a little, but it, you know, it, it, whether football, regardless, I mean, basketball, who really is paying attention to early basketball practice? <laughs> I, mean, I know, I know. I'm even not, when they're really good, it's like, okay, great. Let me know. You're going to play the champions in November. No, we'll pay attention exactly. If Michigan State was two and three right now, then everyone would be ready for basketball Maybe. season. But now just so any, anyone who wasn't there, by the way, it was open mic night for Tom Izzo, apparently. They gave the guy a microphone, and that's. Yeah. Uh, he he's was normally he had so all shy. His, normally so yeah, shy. He thinks he's hilarious, I'm sure, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tom. You know, he's, he's, and anyone who's going to get defensive, I say the same thing to Tom. So yeah, yeah, I like to yeah. give him a hard time. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, what else did I? Any injuries to keep an eye on? Anything? Moving Let me forward? think. Uh, well, there was nothing the big. Portal? Well, I should check. I actually said to myself, I need to check at some point here this <laughs> afternoon. Uh, that'll be a regular. Regular occurrence as we move forward. I remember, you know, in the past summer, you did it all the time, but oh my god, no, no. now we have to do it again. But uh, no, as of right now, no, I don't think there was no big injuries during the game. There was, you know, the usual like Beasley didn't play. Obviously, um, there's still no. I wouldn't expect him back for a while. Some people saying Michigan game possibly, but I think that's just guessing. Um, Elijah Collins didn't play again. Um, those are the big ones, probably. You know, Elijah's yeah. down there on the sidelines, just hanging out. So I, I would suspect he's going to be back at some point here. So what, what week it is, I don't really know, but I, I, I think it would be nice to have him as a guy spelling Kenneth Walker. I mean, Jordan Simmons is doing fine, but you know, I think having Elijah Collins there would help, but yeah. we'll see. But other than that, nothing real, uh, no, nothing real significant. If, if I'm forgetting, I don't think I am, but that's, yeah, they're, they're relatively quote unquote, relatively healthy right now. Yeah. That can change. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just that. Kenneth Walker, Peyton Thorne, Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor show. I mean, it's just fun. You know, it's just fun to watch. Give a little credit to, you know, we talked about the punter last week. You know, Matt Coughlin's quietly having a nice season, too. So he came, um, just tied tied the program record for career field goal, 71, with Brett, yeah. with Brett Swenson. Yeah, well, Coughlin's been there, I think, eight years. So he should have been closing in on this, I think. So well, how did long has he been there? It's just his sixth year, but it was yeah. funny because last week, Xavier Henderson <laughs> – is in the interview room and they said something about, you know, kicking the winning field goal. And he's like, well, I had confidence in Cox. I mean, he's been here 10 years. Right. Seriously. I mean, he's been, <laughs> I mean, shoot. I mean, it's like, uh, he, you know, I think he took over for Paul Enninger. So um, he might have. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, like, you know, just to quickly recap, just, I mean, solid. I mean, they came out yesterday and did right away what they had to do when a lot of people were thinking, okay, how's this one going to go? A little rough last week. They came out, they got the job done. Second half was it. It was what it is. You know, yeah. the college kids, you know, you get bored and uh, you know, I get it. You know, it is what it is. I'm sure they were trying a little bit of different personnel in the second half as well. So, um, yeah. you know, let me say, let me say this too. I was impressed by the crowd. I, 
Yeah. I thought night game into Western Kentucky was supposed to rain. I'm like, this crowd's going to stink. No, but and this, it is was why they, pretty, this is why they make those games the homecoming games because they know it was pretty full. Yeah. I mean, yep. it wasn't it wasn't right to the you know there was certain no, no. spots, but yeah, I'll tell you what, it was pretty good. That's why they like to do these little non-conference things as the homecoming games, so you can get the the crowd to stick around. And uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a nice little yeah. crowd. Forty-eight, thirty-one, Michigan State. They're five and zero. Oh. Um, again, for the first time since 2015, something special hey, one happened more that quick, year. One more quick gripe. As I'm mm-hmm. looking at the box score, time de- time details. You know how long this game took? How long did this game take? Three, three hours and 59 minutes. Yeah. Well. Oh my God. When uh, when your two quarterbacks combine for 94 <sighs> pass pass attempts, uh, it's going to take a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bailey Zappy. Was anyway. Zappy is it Zappy? Zap Zappy. I don't know. Zappy. Uh, I'm pretty sure Zappy. is how they. Uh, 46. That's how I was going. I hope that guy iced, iced his arm after that one. He's a. Um, he might be at a pitch count limit. Um, anyway, um, yeah, f- uh, good win, forty-eight thirty-one, five and all. Next at Rutgers at noon on Saturday, and then at Indiana, noon on October sixteenth. They get you that watch up. Uh, you know they'll be undefeated. Go then they'll have a bye game, and they'll. Uh, the I don't know. Well, do you like that? Do you like having a bye before Michigan? That's the question. Mm-hmm. I like to buy where it is in the schedule. I mean, it's kind of right. You know, yeah, I know. I think it's about halfway through or pretty close, but having it before the Michigan game, you wonder whether I that's mean, a good thing or yeah. bad thing. Yeah, you could kind of who knows make the case either way. But who knows? And a lot of it depends where you're where you are physically at that point. Right. If you got guys that are banged up or whatever, regardless, it's probably a good time. I think it's better right there than early or, or too late if you've you know right. Right, right. right kind of in the middle is pretty good. So I if you had to pick a record for Michigan State at the end of the year, oh. end of the regular season, what would it be? Well, since I started with six and six, I'm certainly going up from there. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they got a. I mean, the schedule's not easy. Nope. But again, I still think they they could. There's a chance of winning every game. I, I'm feeling like nine and three is pretty, pretty reasonable now. I was gonna I mean, say eight, ten. I, I eight was gonna four say. almost feels like a floor. I was going to say 10 and two. I really? Okay. Be 10. Here's why. I think, I think, um, I think the Michigan, Michigan state game is going to be a good one, but I think they win the game. And, the, and I, you know, I'm not a homer when it comes to these type of picks, uh, but it's in East Lansing. And um, I, uh, I have my doubts whether they're going, I still didn't see enough out of their passing game yesterday against Wisconsin. So I still have my doubts there. So I think because it's in East Lansing, I like the Michigan and I like Michigan State's running game a little bit more. Um, I like Michigan and that, Michigan State in that game. So ten and two right now, I think is very doable. Um, you know, and the I crappy thing, the crappy thing is, it would be ten and zero, and then you go over two last two games, and that would be deflating. Yeah. Um, but you know what? From where you came from, but yeah, I think you're right. Eight and four is the floor. That is the floor. Like you cannot do if you do worse than eight and four. That's a disappointment because the talent is there to do much better than eight and four. I think nine and three would be the le- if I were a Michigan State fan, which Lord knows I'm not. Um, but if you um, if if I was a Michigan State fan, I would be disappointed with anything worse than nine. I think nine yeah. and three would be like the minimum at this if point. Were, yeah, if you were nine and three, played Penn State and Ohio State tough, 
course, it then depends on what that what the other loss was. Probably it would be <laughs> if it that would other loss is right. If that other loss is Michigan, you're probably bitter. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But you'd still be nine and three. But I, I think would. if I were if I were Michigan State fan where you are now, I think that would be it. That would be the floor. I think you're right. Realistically, is eight and four. I don't think they can do worse than that. Um, but if I were a fan, I would be very upset if it was less. If it was worse than nine and three. I still I, I go back to my original predictions, which is probably not valid anymore. But I had I had the feeling they were going to beat Michigan and have a letdown at somewhere they shouldn't like Purdue the next week. Right? Yeah, possibly. But you know. Purdue's not very good, yeah. you know. But that's what happened in '99. Well, Purdue was really good then, then, though. That was the uh, they were, and so was Wisconsin. And then <laughs> yeah. you know, and then they lost at Wisconsin too. And it was the Ron Dane show. And then they were talking on the broadcast at Michigan broadcast yesterday about Ron Dane, Ron Dane. And I'm like, get yeah. that word, those words out of my head. All I heard that day was Ron Dane. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So anyway, a uh, good win for Michigan state, uh, Michigan wins 38, 17 over Wisconsin. Lots to like about that for the Wolverines. They're five and zero as well. They play Nebraska and then they got their bye game or bye week after that. So, um, that's where we are. What's your big 10 rankings? Top five really quick. Same as last. Uh, same. They all what? Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan. Now, Penn State, Iowa this week. Penn State yeah. and Iowa. Yeah. That that's a game. People, you wonder other fans. People will be paying attention. Well, people in the Big Ten will. Uh, yeah. Penn State will win. Penn State, Iowa just never. Well, they might not I'm, impress you. They haven't. Penn, Iowa hasn't lost since early last year. I know. I know. Well, last year was a weird year. But um, I. It's funny. I said I'm like, oh yeah, Penn State. I'm gonna pick up Penn State, and then I'm like. Eh, maybe I'm totally like wrong. Maybe Where is it at? Is it at Iowa? It is at Iowa. Well, who knows? I think that's interesting, but we'll see. We'll um, see. So you can check out the rest of Matt's power rankings, Big Ten power rankings at DetroitNews.com. Oh, right. Hey, hold out. on. What? Hold on real quick. I got to get off this damn thing. So do I. So do I, but it made me think. I was, I, and I'm sure I've done it on this pod, I've been saying Maryland is a fraud. If anyone listens to me, that guy'd start throwing to the wrong team. And what happened when they played a decent team? Mm-hmm. They got trucked and to his brothers throwing the ball all over the field to the wrong team. Anyway. Yes, yeah, just Sorry. a public, public service announcement that Matt is not always wrong. Thank you for that, Matt. Yeah, I'm not. You're right. Um, because every once yeah. in a while, every yeah, once in a while. You can check out all of his hot, accurate takes at DetroitNews.com. <laughs> He's got the recap up coming up on this past week's game and the look ahead to Rutgers. Also, check out Angelique's stuff. She's got Michigan Wisconsin recap and she's previewing the Nebraska game, which again, Watch out for that one. That'll be interesting. Nebraska is not as bad as people think. Um, Night game too. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watch out for that one. I'll be, I'll be intrigued. But then again, I, I said I'd be intrigued by the Wisconsin game and Michigan just after, uh, well, after Mertz got hot and then went out with the injury, Michigan State, Michigan just rolled them. But anyway, yeah. um, so check out all that. You can check out Lojo and Neo uh, and uh, apparently our guest Michigan State columnist, Jerry Ahern. Uh, <laughs> Covering the, covering the night game last night at Michigan State. He's our sports editor, for those who didn't know, so check that out. Uh, I know, I had to pro- sit by the boss all night long. I know, well, you know, I heard that, you know, he was just there to keep an eye on your expense account, so oh. that's just, that's all I heard, yeah, so keep an eye. We need receipts. Um, <laughs> you can follow Matt on Twitter, Matt Shriver, you can follow me on Twitter, Tony Paul 1984 That's it. This is Sunday. We'll be back next week to recap. Well, I think it'll be another Michigan State win, but who knows? We'll see. Um, yeah, time to go, uh, I guess, Watch some lions and be miserable. See ya. (laughs) See you later.